Hello and welcome to the podcast with Kate and Emma T. And today we are going to be talking about putting things off. Not pulling things off, but sometimes that does happen to me. I do honestly think stuff in the house is jinxed sometimes and I can like <laughs> go to the bathroom and put the light on and then just the bloody, the, what's it even called? That pull. little china the thing cord. at the bottom. Oh yeah. yeah it comes off in my hand. Cord pull. Yeah. It's happened with kitchen cupboards. It's wow. just, there's like various things. So pulling things off, but that's another podcast. Kate, that actually sounds really bad. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you, Freud. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you, you were sorry. thinking cupboard handles. I yeah. was thinking something totally Well, that's different. a reflection on you. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So anyway, putting things off. We've had nice. a brief discussion before we press record about what we talk about today. And this is said topic. So I've had an experience recently where I was putting something off because I was anxious about the outcome. This was having communication with somebody that I didn't want to communicate with because I'm frightened of conflict and I don't like this person very much. And in the past, there's been conflict and it's been shit, but I had to communicate with them and I didn't want to. And then today, I finally did communicate with them and I sent them a brief email, very brief, just saying what I wanted to say and within a couple of minutes, I'd had an email back and guess what? All was well. So let's backtrack a little bit. What was the final point that pushed you over the hurdle to taking action? Are I you aware you, of what I thought that you was? were gonna say let's backtrack who was it and what was it about? And I was gonna oh, say no, I think I think even the people who don't know could have a guess. <laughs> so yeah, I can't say. Anyway, what was your question? Pear. So <laughs> go back Come to on. the point where you nearly went over the hurdle. When you're just pre-sending the email. Well, I what typed it out. You... Okay, so you acted as if you went through the oh, motions. What what made me do it was I was taking pressure off someone else because right. someone else was in the mix. Now then, that and... to me lends itself to best friend filter. Well, wait a minute, I don't, she's putting in, she's putting in. Eesh. So what happened was there was this other person in the mix and they, were, they weren't fretting about it, but they were caught up in it and I said, look... I'll just send an email and deal with it, right? And then this other person went, oh, thanks, yes, good. So are you saying you find it easier to do very difficult things when it's on behalf of somebody else and making them feel good? Probably, yes, because I've probably got a bit of a tendency to put other people before me. Which is an empath thing. Yeah, and if it's someone that I really love and care about and I can see that they're struggling a bit... Now, what if... You really loved She's and cared about... She's touching my hand. She's touching my hand. What if you really loved and cared about yourself and could bring that in a little bit earlier? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we did a really powerful module on this once in a programme that we made called The Happiness Map. Right. And it was the best friend filter. filter. So if you could treat yourself like a best friend or look at yourself through the eyes of and yeah. do things for yourself. So, yeah. okay, you saved somebody else... You took a deep breath, you wrote it out first, you said, and then did you wait before you sent it? Um, I wrote it out, um, I went back and I tweaked it a little bit, I checked that it sounded non-triggery. Did you delete kind regards, Kate, and just put I just regards, put Kate. Kate? No, I just put Kate. Oh, you're savage. I put regards. Savagely deleting kind. No, I just put Kate. Right. Okay. I, I didn't, I have no regard. Well, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what, funnily enough... 
Just I, I don't go a bundle for solar, lunar vibes. I'm not sure if there are other other kinds of vibes. Solar, lunar. Where's this going? Waves. I'm not sure, but. The thing is, I also did an email today. That's exactly where this is going. And ah, I also put yes. direct and then Emma. It wasn't nasty. Oh, I did put many thanks. I, what, mine wasn't nasty, but it was to the point. It was concise. It was very, very clear. And I think, it, well, where we were going with this was it brought me great relief. And I felt as if I was then in control and I'd done something to help bring relief to the other person who was in the mix, but also to me, because this is going to be on my to-do list as well. And it has been for weeks. It has been for a while, and now it's sorted, and there's a relief to that. Now, I am a person, I really hate conflict. I know everyone does. Well, some people don't. Drama seekers don't. They love it. They can piss off anyway. So, (laughs) most people don't like conflict. I am one of those people, and in fact... I hate it so much. I'm quite a people pleaser at times because it frightens me. Conflict does frighten me and I'm I'm not uncomfortable with it. I'm actually scared of it and that's something that I'm working on myself. So um, I generally don't argue and I'm usually quite good at conscious discussions and picking my battles and stuff like that because I, I just don't like conflict. Example, my daughter's friend uh, came round a day or two ago and we're talking about the state of my daughter's bedroom. Honestly, it's a bomb site. It's really, really <laughs> bad. She's like the cleverest, funniest, most gorgeous kid ever, but the messiest. Yay. She's so messy. It's unbelievable. Like, really, really unbelievable. And um, we're talking about mums expecting kids to clean their bedrooms. And this friend had said, oh, my mum would have gone mental with me if my bedroom was like yours. And my kid had said, oh, really, my mom's not bothered. It's not that I'm not bothered. It's that I don't want conflict. Mm-hmm. And I come from a point of view of if you want to live, that's your space. You're an adult now, you know, rolling of eyes. Yeah. You're an adult now. If you want want to be in your space like that, that's OK. You know, and it doesn't crack on with it. And, it, and I won't change that much on you because it door doesn't can be shut, shut the door. Yeah. But I will not enter in that thing that topic and create it's got to be something big for it that it be conflict with me because I really really avoid it so whilst I'm busy avoiding the conflict that I suspect may arise from this email which didn't and that's the key point here while I'm busy avoiding that conflict I'm getting more and more and more antsy about it so time is passing tick tock tick talk I'm getting more and more and more antsy because I know I'm gonna have to do it I haven't done it putting it off the other person's not done it and they're getting stressed and actually when I did it it was okay and you were anticipating a lot of their reaction and yes making up the story granted based on past things yeah and filters and so on but you were actually completely making up their reaction to it I was totally and then making it up. you were feeling anxious and nervous about a made-up reaction that mm. hadn't happened yet now just with you and saying that you hate sounds conflict, really silly but that's truly what happened and just with you saying you hate conflict and you'll do anything to avoid it five euros 
Just <laughs> she provoked me badly <laughs> over five euros. I think so, that was just I just wanted to see you react and yeah. have a laugh. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't anticipating the, the hand grenade that actually happened. <laughs> I thought it would be a little comedy spat. Yeah, well, it wasn't. I didn't realise that you would react yeah. like that. Oh, and actually march all the way back up the hotel room. Get it. Oh. Was it in change or was it a note? Do you know what did I find? I think I could go did I in front of the whole family yeah. and said, You owe me five euros. And I'm Emma's, sure they know. Emma's like totally weird about she's got some funny money program and if she thinks that she owes you any money, it's just like a massive trigger for her, but it's really quite funny to watch. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Lol. she what marched like probably at half a mile up the hotel room in the middle of food, got the money, Wearing came all the way down. Slippy shoes. Evening wear. Threw it at me on the table and went, there's your five euros. And sat down and rage it by <laughs> cold main course. But anyway, we've heard that before. So you felt the relief afterwards. Mm-hmm. And you actually learned as well that the person was reasonable when you anticipated and expected and almost convinced yourself mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be. Yeah. And this is interesting, isn't it? Because we I've thought about this before and I've thought, we know people can change because we've mm-hmm. changed. Yeah. We've evolved. We've grown. We've learnt lessons and we've changed. Good or bad, we've changed, right? And why did I believe that that person wasn't going to change? I think it was because, as you said, I had a lot of evidence from the past and I thought I could anticipate their reaction. But actually, I was wrong about that. And that's interesting, isn't it? And this is where, when we talk about doing the work and questioning yourself and self-awareness, this is where it becomes important. And at the time you last communicated with this person, you were probably a little bit in psycho-cape mode. <laughs> no? Too harsh? Too soon? She's right, though. No? Okay. So that was the last point of reference, I think. And yes, many areas of life have changed, but it's not that difficult to get pulled back mm. into that last point of reference. Now, I'll tell you something. This is super interesting, right? Just talking about little things and why we do them. I recently had something of a life separation from a long-term partner. And within hours probably days of this happening I started wearing my engagement ring and I sat with it and, I, and I've always loved the ring it's like my the, princess is this the engagement ring from my husband prior to that so circa I'm just checking because there was another one wasn't there no there never was that's okay that's, <laughs> you've been misinformed is that fake news that is fake news right so uh, moving oh, on. it always was wow but anyway, anyway so the legit the legit beautiful engagement ring yes. that, we, now, that we know and love I've always the loved OG it the OG ring the OG I've always loved it I loved it the day it was purchased and I've never stopped loving that ring and, and for various reasons I hadn't worn it and just it's always in a little sort of trinket dish with some of my favourite things and it took me about three days to realise that and I thought wow isn't that interesting going back to that sense of security when I probably felt most insecure mm. and most up in the air it was just a little visual token to me this is how I rationalised it a little visual talking, a little bit kind of melancholy and about the past and a nod to that security. But I just felt like, wow, I can wear this again. I should be wearing this again. It's a beautiful piece of jewellery. Mm-hmm. Just a little interesting thing. But this only happens. And we were talking about this <clears throat> this morning before we recorded um, on here that this is one of the reasons why I'm a massive proponent for journaling is that if you do it every day, even just a few paragraphs and you get into the habit and you date it, 
when you look back, you can find themes, you can find interesting little things that you were thinking, things you've moved on from, things you still feel stuck about. And it's a fantastic place for self-reflection. Mm. So, for example, you know, you've learned this thing about you today that you anticipated the reaction that's big and it's probably going to stick in your memory because it's huge but what about all the little epiphanies you have that don't stick in your memory that you forget about is it not worth at the end of every day or the start of the next day just generally going over some of the highlights and lowlights as I call them just to see where the gaps are where your awareness is improving and and what you might need to work on but I appreciate I've gone off on it no that's really useful and I think what you've said there is something that people often don't um don't highlight when they they do something like journaling because we well me speaking for myself I'm very much about journaling to get things out in the now Mm -hmm. to be able to externalize them to be able to look at them to be able to pick them apart which is great yeah to be able to unburden myself but I bet you use that fairly infrequently just on the boiling point shit the bed I need the journal I've got to find a space and that's great that's one really super effective way to use it but next level to me is doing it more frequently right. and not just using it for that sort of um, instant relief. And I can imagine not only does that help you with self-reflection later on, mm-hmm. as you've said, it also helps you, I would imagine, to live more consciously mm-hmm. because you've got that filter all of the time of how am I doing? Mm-hmm. How time. am I feeling? Absolutely. What am I making this mean? Big time. Where am I and in then my life? Also, you can go through past journal entries and identify emotions that were hidden to you at the time. So you might not be writing about being angry, but you can look at your handwriting style. You can like look underlining at, or crossing things exactly. out. Exactly. And you can think, yeah, actually, I can see now I was really hurt by that. I was really jealous. Or you get so much out of it. Things like the topic today about what are you putting off because of fear? Is that not a fantastic journal prompt? If you've got a pen and a bit of paper, what am I putting off today because mm. of fear? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing, um, what was I thinking of before? What can I do today that will move me closer to that goal, that thing I've been putting off? What is the first step I can take towards that thing I've been putting off? Because you were talking about two things. Something you'd been putting off, yeah, which also happened to be something you were frightened of. Truth. But we put off a lot of things. I mean, I'm your typical Monday is the only day ever to start a diet. (laughs) (laughs) And that is so true today. I have also started another I'm such a legend. I've started (laughs) what an idiot. I've started another diet on a Monday. But because we're recording on a Monday. But um you know, what have I been putting off? What have I actually been putting off? Because yours was twofold, being frightened and also putting things off. Both of those are really super powerful journal prompts. And another thing I like to do, if I'm thinking about fear or if I'm thinking about putting something off, if you just grab a quiet space, ground yourself, get comfortable and just meditate on the word or the feeling of fear Mm -hmm. and just see what comes up. But don't do it too much that you terrify yourself. What you could do is just put it in your head initially and then just breathe into that knowing and that feeling. Mm -hmm. If you're a visual person, what images are popping up, what sensations and feelings in your body, there is so much work you can do. This is one of the things that I really, really feel for people when I see them feeling stuck. And this is one of the reasons why people come for counselling often and they don't even know they're coming for anything specific is just that feeling of being stuck it feels so shit and so stagnant and so suffocating but there are so many ways that you can move out of it here's a top tip for feeling stuck this is so simple but it is genius have you got a seat in your house Mm -hmm. 
So everyone's got their favourite place, they've got a favourite way of sitting. The next time you're stuck or you're torn between a decision or you need to see things from a different perspective, force yourself to get comfortable or eat your tea or watch your telly in a different seat. Oh, wow. I shit you not. You see things from a different angle. You see things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. You notice things you didn't notice before. And you'll be amazed at the shift in you by deliberately and consciously choosing to move from your safe zone, your Mm -hmm. normal and going somewhere else and spending that time. And I like that idea for work as well. If you're working Mm -hmm. on a project and feeling a bit stuck, if things aren't flowing, go into a different seat or a different environment even and change it up and switch it up. Absolutely, because we're such creatures of habit. And for somebody like me, yeah, homely, earthly, Taurus. <laughs> and very easily get stuck in the old familiar rutteroo And I really have to make myself do things and live a little. Um yeah, so I use I use things like that often. Um mm-hmm. but so yes, interestingly I had an experience today just going back to the original point in that I wanted some information from somebody. Somebody that I used to know. And you start to get nervous and you start to think, oh, you know, nervous. nervous. Nah, not really. Because I just had a word with myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I just said, don't be such a muppet man, just do it, whatever. (laughs) But it's interesting, isn't it? The version of you that somebody might know has no appreciation for the growth. Oh, exponential. And the changes that have happened since and that's that interesting, time. isn't it? Because I presumed this person that I was communicating with was still the version of them nice. that I used to know. Nice, exactly. And I based my fear and anxiety of their reaction on how they would have and reacted how many in the years past. Approximately. Um <clears throat> maybe well certainly two. Right. So really, although it's understandable, how dumb is that to base your mm. future Happiness, relaxation, clarity, sense of well-being, peace. sense of peace, self-esteem, confidence mm. in being able to see what you want on some version of someone that was two years ago. And actually, you're not really giving the person any credit either mm-hmm. for having changed and having totally transformed the way in which they might think and, and deal also, with you. I think what, I, what comes up for me as well is... Even if they had come back mm-hmm. as their previous version of them and been an absolute moron, then I now have evolved and grown in those two years and I would know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't handle it as the frightened, anxious, controlled person that I was then. I would handle it as this version of me. I'd probably laugh and think, oh, well, you haven't changed. You're still where you were. Whatever will just do this instead. So you've really done yourself a disservice as well in thinking that you couldn't and wouldn't be able, be able to handle to it. Mm-hmm. And that's the old Louise here thing, isn't it? And I love that I can handle it affirmation. Yeah. Day in, day out, it is so good that you were mm-hmm. coming into your power. And this is a great example because although yet you did nail it in the end, sort of right at the last minute, but you've got that now and you talk about evidence a lot. Mm-hmm. So this is in your evidence bank and you've just said there, actually, if it had gone shit... I actually know I'd be able to handle it because I believe in myself Mm -hmm. now, which is great for you to take forward. Yeah, so, wow. So there's a lot there I've had from sending that one email and putting things off. Um, So, yeah, I think what I'd say sort of the take-home points for me were um, 
worrying about someone's reaction, fretting about it. It stole time, energy, happiness. and days, happiness, and peace from me because I was worrying and fretting about that. Had I done this sooner, I would have either got a reaction that was okay, like I did, or I would have got a reaction that I didn't like, and I would have been able to deal with that sooner. Mm-hmm. And either way, I wouldn't have wasted that time and energy on fretting about it. And also, you actually have no right, really, to try and predict or to assume that you know how somebody else will react. It's totally understandable based on past things, yeah. but you're doing yourself a disservice and, and them. them a disservice as well. Yeah, so in the future, what I'm going to do is when someone comes up like this, I'm going to pause take a breath and I'm going to check in with myself and I'm going to go right how do you feel okay I feel scared I feel anxious what are you frightened and anxious of it's their reaction okay and I'm going to check in I'm going to remind myself that I can't second guess their reaction and that actually no matter how they react I'm going to be able to manage it anyway and it's totally okay so don't waste time and energy worrying over Mm -hmm. something and drawing the whole thing out and it's a bit cbt your approach there kate because what you're saying is first of all i need to pause Mm -hmm. then i need to question myself and go deeper i need to look below the surface i need to answer the what if questions what if i get a crap response i'll handle it Mm -hmm. so it's really important that you do that next time like you said start with the pause yeah so i guess i'd say to anyone who's listening what's your version of this are you anxious or worried or procrastinating or putting something off in the future because you've got an anticipation that things either are going to be uncomfortable or you're not going to be able to deal with them? Because guess what? This is me talking to me here. Time's passing anyway. I was going to get to the point under massive time pressure in a few weeks where I absolutely had to address this anyway and may have even left it so long that I needed to speak to this person on the phone which would have been worse so yeah that's what I would say anything out of that no do you just want to trumpet us I will trumpet thanks for listening thanks for listening bye